Hey, it's Dr. Ariel Policano with the Frequency of 528 podcast. I'm a naturopathic doctor and I specialize in energy and frequency technologies. And we bring you guests in those areas, including on the cutting edge of natural health. So we are going to have a lot of fun today. Let me just make some introductions. Then we'll bring our guest on. Let's go ahead and we'll live stream to YouTube. And again, I think you're going to learn something from this podcast, all related to topics that we talk about in the genius um, often. So it's going to, I think, enhance things that you're already thinking about. All right. So we've got that. That is good. Let's go to this. All right. Now, we'll also have the live chat going. So if you have questions for our guests, you certainly can ask it. Our podcast goes live every Thursday at four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern. We also publish our podcast right after it's recorded to all of the podcast platforms. So you can go and see all of our past episodes. If you like what we're talking about, you find it interesting, then please leave us a five-star review. We super really appreciate you helping us to grow and expand the listenership to the podcast. Okay, the podcast is brought to you by Genius Biofeedback at geniusbiofeedback.com, a real advancement in quantum biofeedback, a mobile application available at a reasonable price, truly like having a nutritionist, acupuncturist, and chiropractor in the palm of your hand. Test yourself energetically for vitamins, minerals, emotions, blockages, affirmations each and every day. In fact, you can earn a living and turn it into a home-based business. Once you master and learn about the Genius Biofeedback system, it works through a sophisticated voice engine that listens to the formats, very specific elements of your voice, and then takes them into account, turns them into a frequency and compares them to other frequencies and then gives you a score based on where your voice is at today. Where are you with regard to uh, herbs, remedies, spinal energy, your chakras, meridians. You can find out each and every day with the genius system. You know, it's always good to be able to see all of the studies and we've done some pilot studies, but I think what's most important to people these days is their personal experience. And with the genius, we're able to provide you with a 14 day trial where we don't even ob obligate you with a credit card. And you can download the Genius and you can try it for yourself for 14 days. So go to geniusbiofeedback.com and click on the start here menu at the drop down. You will be able to see where you can sign up for our 14 day trial. Now, on that note, for our current Genius owners or anybody who might be interested, we're hosting an amazing class called our Business Launchpad. And that happens on the 15th of September and goes for three total sessions. What it does is it gives you all of the forms, templates, and everything you need to get started, brochures, business cards, and anybody can join this class. We have $100 off. We're extending that to September 5th. So you can go to geniusbiofeedback.com, go to the Start Here menu, and if you drop down on the Start Here menu, you'll see the Business Launchpad. You can sign up for the Business Launchpad and use the code LAUNCH, L-A-U-N-C-H, the code launch to get $100 off. And when you join that class, you're going to get instant access to our questionnaires, our business card template, our intake form. And you can go back and you can access these again and again, whenever you want. We're going to show you how to start your subscription model, what to say, how to talk about the genius. 
and how to turn this into a successful, whether it's a few hundred dollars a month or several thousand or even 10 or $20,000 a month. We want to help you to take the genius to the place that you want to take it to as a genius biofeedback practitioner. All right, now let's turn our attention to today's guest. And we're gonna have a great interview, I think, today. And let me just go ahead and promote our guest to a panelist. And so just wait to uh, unmute yourself. You're gonna see that you're promoted to a panelist, but just wait to unmute yourself and all that good stuff. And thank you to everybody who's joining us live. We really, really appreciate it. So our guest today on the Frequency of 528 podcast, what is it that's in your natural skincare or maybe your not so natural skincare products? What do you need to be aware of? Whatever you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream, amazingly enough, that's what a hormone patch does or a nicotine patch does and actually affects your entire body. So you shouldn't put anything on your skin that you wouldn't put in your mouth because it would be like eating. It goes into your bloodstream, you absorb it, it goes into your system. So we're going to find out about some not so great things that could be in skincare, as well as the things that should be in your skincare. So um, fantastic. I'm glad that um, I'm just going to hide you for one more second there, Jared, just to in, make it very dramatic when I introduce you. All right. So I love it. All right. So could these things be harmful? We're going to find out. And um, along with talking about things about skincare, we're going to talk about really fun, esoteric things like Ormus. I think you're going to be very entertained by this podcast. And we'll talk all about the power of Ormus. Does it have healing powers? What is that frequency? Why do you want to know about it? And so I want to introduce to you in just a moment here, uh, Jared Drube. And he is a, also one of our genius community. He is a powerful, powerful healer. He uses different quantum healing uh, modalities and just very, very interesting his perspective about how, how all the things that he use, uses come together. So without further ado, Jared, welcome to the Frequency of 528 podcast. So glad that you're joining us today. Hi, Ariel. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm very glad to be joining you guys today and talking about skincare. It's my favorite topic. I've uh, I've loved skincare since I was like a baby. All right. So we're going to talk all about it. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you got interested in quantum healing and natural healing and all of these things that you're doing. Well, um, so I was kind of born into this world with uh, a lot of trauma. Um, a family that um, had a lot of emotional trauma, physical trauma. Eventually, it kind of developed into more dimensional trauma <clears throat> for, for my, you know, for my stepmother and such. So it was kind of thrown in the ranks of doing a lot of me mental, emotional healing. And then for myself, also my self-image, um, I found I had rosacea, a lot of skin uh, disorders and issues. Um, oily skin that would always be super sensitive to eventually fix that problem and turn to dry skin that was overly dry. So wow, information. Wait, I just want to say, uh, I just... And so what I found through, you know, growing up is that I've always had skin issues. And interesting enough, the skin itself is like our first barrier between us and others. <laughs> so between all the PTSD and trauma being raised, I found that a lot of the inflammation that I was feeling was actually also on my skin. 
And um, as you know, I was able to really process that trauma um, through life, it was harder for my skin to handle that as an organ. And you know, the skin is the largest organ. So uh, when you handle so much trauma, it's like the whole skin is affected. And that was- well, That's interesting. I never thought about that actually when you think about blocked emotions, we talk so much about this could be going on with your liver or you could be in pain, but I never thought about uh, psoriasis, eczema, all types of skin issues uh, being related to emotional traumas that we have not been able to work out to unresolved emotions. Is that sort of a connection that you've been able to make? Oh, uh, 1 million percent. You know, you feel through your skin. So like a lot of the receptors are in the skin. And so often whenever I'm around someone, you, you can feel it. And the first layer is the skin. And um, some cases, if I feel too much, then I create inflammation in the skin. And mm, um, Wow. I'm sure a lot of the people who are empathic, our empathic healing tribe can really relate to that because skin is, a, like you said, it's a boundary between you and the whole outside world, every, everybody else around you. Yes. And, and, you know, sometimes you get like a little itch. Mm -hmm. It's like your skin's first way of saying I'm feeling something. <laughs> I love that. No, I, it's you. interesting. It's something I just learned. Um, someone's talking about when someone has an itch on their nose, it's like an unresolved emotion, but it's really it's coming from the feeling of the skin to also the sensing of the nose. So it's like we have all our clairs and sometimes our skin is like even telling us which clair we need. Um, to really help heal that. Um, so, you know, the olfactory is amazing because in skincare, that's usually what people buy is first the product and then the fragrance. Uh, so it's like, I was at one point, I was going to develop a, uh, a, a unscented skincare line for people with very sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. And I found the number one thing that people wanted the most is the fragrance <laughs> because knew they had a skin issue and then they also knew they wanted that fragrance to help solve their most common emotional um, issue with their skin um, and there's common skin care ingredients like rose being the first and rose uh, really helps with protection so rose uh, so if it's, it has um, rose water or some type of rose essence it can make you feel more protected and that's so interesting because in a lot of the clairvoyant schools they teach people, to like the Berkeley Psychic School, they teach people to put protection oh, yeah. around themselves with roses. Oh, and I highly recommend that for everyone. Cause as you know, in skincare, they love promoting rose any way that they can. Baths with roses, lotions with roses, sprays with roses, tonics with roses, spritzes with roses. Um, even to, I've seen people doing like little spritzes for their uh, pillows and towels. Uh, and it's amazing experience. It's, it's very experiential amount of places the skin goes. Um, all the fragrances it can take throughout the day. It's just incredible. What can you tell us about the, the things that you already know from your research about when people are unknowingly applying skin products, what they might be taking into their field or their body? Oh, um, I think you so mentioned say the like nano, maybe the nano particles and things like that. Uh, yes, there, you know, the one thing that I found um, most common in, in skincare 
is not only the, the synthetic ingredients and, you know, and the industry that promotes these synthetic ingredients and kind of greens it, creating green label and doing greening on synthetic ingredients is that with those synthetic ingredients, you can get things like nanobots inside the cosmetics. Um, and these nanobots is, you, you know, there's patents based on stickers. So when someone puts the UPC sticker, there's patents for nanotechnology uh, put on the adhesive of the sticker. But no one realizes that there could also be nanotechnology in the cosmetics themselves and the manufacturing of cosmetic ingredients. Um, so why would have, they put those in? Why would they do that? Why would they put those in their products? Um, from my experience, sometimes it's just the manufacturing of the technology. Um, the technology, you know, people have created the technology of the manufacturing of the skincare ingredients. Um, in some cases, it's just the byproduct of manufacturing um, botanical ingredients. So, you know, nanobots might be in the air, the environment, or the water. So it's like a cross, cross um, spreading between where the nanobots may actually be coming the most from to the fact that it's on, you know, spinach, it's on, uh, on our food. And a lot of those skincare ingredients are created from those botanical items. And then in manufacturing, it's just so prevalent. Let, let me just understand, because I know that you know, people talk about nanoparticles. What's the difference between a nanoparticle and a nanobot? Uh, nanoparticles is when it's smaller than a then um let's see so there is there's two different sizes there's a nanoparticle dimension and then there's a micron size a nanoparticle is 1000 times smaller than micron uh it's it's something that on a dimensional level and i know a lot of you know healers in the energetic field they're seeing a lot of more nanobots and nanotechnology possibly since the invention of putting this nanotechnology into adhesives and stickers and such that maybe, you know, there could have been a whole industry for many, many years I was using this technology um, for possibly good uh, to help clean up the environment um, or to, uh, from my, uh, from what I've seen in my practice in quantum healing is that I've seen it's more so changing the genetic code, the DNA of so you whatever you think that the nanobots are a, like sort of a stealth way that we are not aware of that, that so certain people are doing this in order to get this, these products inside of people or in their field or something. Uh, 1 million percent. The nanobot technology is, uh, it's technology. And, you know, someone created it for a purpose. Um, for the people that created it and put it into stickers for, uh, I don't know why they put inside UPC stickers. Because <laughs> that's probably the last place they would need to put more technology because it's just adhesives. Um, so you know, to I, me, I, to see that there's... I have this article here that says that nanotechnology incorporation is cosmetic formula in cosmetic formulas considered the hottest um, and emerging technology available. Cosmetic oh, manufacturers yeah. use nanoscale size ingredients to provide better UV protection, allegedly deeper skin penetration, long-lasting effects, increased color, finish quality, and more. 
So it's great for the manufacturer. What's the downside for the human being? Uh, and as you know, the, the cosmetic industry is like the Wild West. And <laughs> the people creating cosmetics, they love creating cosmetics, but the science behind it is so technical that the, co- the only people producing the sciences are companies like BASF uh, that are all chemists in the farm pharmacy industry. Most of the cosmetic industry is actually comes from co- formulists from the pharmacy industry. Um, so like things like micellular waters, these type of technologies that are, uh, that's accelerating the wild west is <laughs> like giving, you know, um, you know, some cowboy, a new, you know, like a grenade launcher <laughs> to, you know, to serve justice on the, on the plains. Um, so Why do you way, think, do you think it's lobby efforts that make it not very regular, regulate, regulated that they can just sort of do whatever they want. And I know they're probably a lot of those things are considered to be G-R-A-S, like just generally regarded as safe because they don't know anything about. Uh, yes. And the whole industry of cosmetics had, has a great reputation for thousands, hundreds of years, mostly women, uh, you know, dominated. So coming from a loving space, agricultural space, and in fact, a lot of the cosmetics that we have are things that we eat. Uh, and it was like that up until I think World War uh, II to start getting such advanced technology way into synthetics because the cost of food raised. And when it does, the cost for chemicals uh, was the only alternative other between that or food. So I look at this like increase of more technology always comes at a time of shortages. Mm. And, um, and I think this acceleration to getting things smaller uh, with all these chemicals, it's so incredibly dangerous because there's chemicals that are known great. Well, there's a lot of chemicals in the sunscreen industry that is not identical to the skin. And in many there's, ways, a, there's actually a lot of hormonal disruptors that go into the, the UV, right? There's a lot of hormone disruptors that go into the um, UV protection or whatever the suntan lotion. People have no idea what they're putting on their kids. Um, what are some of the things that people could look for that would be safe to put on their skin? Uh, well, anything that's identical to the skin. So a lot of those sun, sunscreen ingredients, um, the names are, you, you know, these ingredients, actually some of those were created from the toothpaste industry. So practically they found purposes for ingredients that were not supposed to be used for skincare. And so there's a lot of lobbying in skincare industries in the skincare ingredient industry that creates purposes and uses for chemicals that were never designed or purposed to put into the skin. Mm-hmm. And by that extension alone, uh, you know, thinking about the intent was not for the skin in the beginning, but they had to find a purpose Uh, formulators they know know, between the cost of getting everything to walmart or to get everything to whole foods it's a very different ballpark but as a small business owner i don't have to deal with lobbyists (laughs) you know i can go straight to the supplier uh that i want and what's interesting about this perspective is that i don't have to buy those very cheap ingredients in fact for me it costs me more because the amount of uh the amount of chemicals i buy you know, a a minimum order is so incredibly high 
versus finding the organic suppliers farm to table that can actually produce the ingredients. And the rest is just me um, finding the technologies to be as competitive to like my cellular waters. In some cases, um, it's more a challenge of formula and ingredients. All right, let's break it down a little bit. Now, I, I, um, I'm sure you're familiar with the Environmental Working Group site, and I just want to make sure that our, our viewers and our listeners know about the Environmental Working Group site or EWG.org. They've done some groundbreaking work about sunscreens in particular, but also skincare, beauty products, and they've documented the toxins in the nanoparticles and things in these products, how dangerous they are. And there's this news flash here that Edgewell recalls the banana boat. I mean, would you ever wear a suntan lotion made oh. by banana boat? But listen I to this. Did. And I have to say, it always makes me more red than if I just didn't use sunscreen. <laughs> Goodness knows what is in there. So your banana boat spray, they had to recall them after detecting cancer-causing benzene, which um, you can probably tell us a little bit about when you're putting it on your skin in like a fat base which the suntan lotion might be, it even goes deeper and probably the nanoparticles cause even a more deeper penetration into the bloodstream. And also, um, you know, these chemicals like benzene, uh, the skin doesn't produce benzene. And uh, I found that was the most common theme that I found in all my research is skincare formulation. So you uh, think that you put into the, the skincare, you put, you put into the product, you're, you're, it's, there's a little bit of a delay, but you're putting into the product specifically if it sort of mimics the skin production. Exactly. And, and, and over time, those are the ingredients that people bought the most historically, anything identical to the skin, olive oil, shea, uh, shea butter. Um, and you just through your nose, you can smell it and be like, wow, this is, you know, the actual ingredient. My body loves this. But I don't know, benzene, I can, you know, smelling the benzene and everyone knows what the smell of sunscreen smells like. So you're it, in some ways you're saying yeah. food, like a food grade is a good thing. It's almost like a food, food grade, like food olive oil or shea butter. Oh, exactly. These are vitamins and minerals, the body, uh, the skin digest in a way. So it's like whatever the skin needs should be in that formula. So vitamins, minerals. And uh, nuts, oils, plant plants, um, mostly all those uh, spectrum ingredients all have everything the skin um, needs to nourish itself. So uh, there are skin sunscreen um, organic formulas out there that I love. Uh, EWG is amazing. And they would even have um, organic um, plant-based oils that actually a shea butter is, believe it or not, a, a natural sunscreen ingredient. So it, it can actually have certain uh, reflective properties as well as minerals in it that uh, can be more effective than most sunscreens, as well as has the vitamin C and A and B vitamins the skin naturally needs to heal itself after sun exposure. So it's like a double whammy. <laughs> It's, it's organic skincare, from my opinion, between that and being in nature is the best thing for the skin. There's no alternative. Sunscreen itself is, has chemicals in it that over time will weaken the skin barrier as mm. well as penetrate down deeper into your nerves, into your uh, fascia, into the muscle 
uh, and the micellar water can get down to even the so that the so if you use those suntan lotions on a regular basis, you're saying it actually breaks down the healthy skin. Yep, and that's what we call dry skin. Uh, that's what we have is you know inflammation, the itches uh, in our skin, um, as well as developing over time long you know long uh, long term um, irritation of the skin and develop. Um, many other skin conditions, rosacea, um, as well as once it gets to those states and we get prone to bacteria, viruses, uh, things that can develop into things like rosacea, which is just a combination of, of, of um, a compromised skin barrier plus a virus or a mite or parasite. So there's so many issues the skin produced from being compromised. So let's talk about a little bit, people are you know, listening, watching and so forth, and they get very confused between you should protect yourself from the sun, so you need that UV protection versus um, maybe not putting on the dangerous suntan lotion. What are some basic things that right now people could do to protect their skin? What, what are some elements they could start using? Well, I've developed a skincare line using, and it's my favorite ingredients, omega, omega oils mm -hmm. from my experience are the most beneficial oils available for the skin because the skin doesn't produce this much. Uh, maybe at some point in time before the last hundred years, the skin produced more of these essential fatty acids inside the skin, but between radiation and, you know, 5G and, and the sun and you know, particles in the, in the air that we breathe and chemicals that we apply throughout the day from just exposure to those chemicals by our skin. Um, the best things is to provide enough nourishment for our skin, things our skin can't produce. So omega oils, three, six, and nine, and really giving the building blocks for the skin. So making sure like nourishing oils, the the weight of the oil that your skin needs. So if you have more of a dry skin, you need a heavier oil. If you have more of an oily skin, you might need more of like a lighter oil. So if you have really dry skin, what type of an oil? Now we know we're going to talk all about your skincare products, but just for fun, for their, for people's general reference, let's say somebody is out there is real dry skin. What would be a good oil for them perhaps to avail themselves to? I would say the best is two part for dry skin. One is the dryness. So not enough moisture. And then two, not enough nourishment in the skin. So things the skin needs to absorb. Um, castor oil. Wow, castor oil. And it's very, very, very strong. For it is, It's equivalent to petroleum. So it's, it's amazing because you can create petroleum-based like textures with castor oil. And I'm just like, so much, safer. <laughs> so much safer, yeah. And it's, it is it is not like castor oil in the sense that you get the stickiness or you know that kind of feeling. It actually absorbs into the skin and it's like the most powerful organic um, oil. It kind of looks like sunflowers. So you have, and it creates like a jelly type texture and it has a lot of the essential fatty acids uh, profile. I think it has three, six and nine. And it has some of the B vitamins, uh, C vitamins um, and a lot of minerals and it's calming for the skin. Oh, it's really cool. It okay. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great lymphatic uh, mover. We usually, you know, in naturopathic medicine, we usually recommend it. It gets applied to chest and, uh, sorry, not to the abdomen and liver area. 
And um, it's fun to see that you can actually apply it to the face. Oh, you, you, everywhere. Um, it's amazing because it has that, that texture and the right, so the right um, uh, amount of it. So maybe if you have like really, really dry skin, um, things I love is the olive oil, castor oil, and sunflower oil that has the vitamin E in it within mm -hmm. those three. The three vitamin E from oils. sunflower, uh-huh. You can get a lot of moisture and vitamins and minerals. But castor oils um, also has a heavy, dense amount of emollient and emollients in it. And emollients are basically kind of like things your skin can't exactly absorb, but mm. it digests over time. So it's a really complex fatty acid. Mm. And that gives you that, that longer lasting absorption in the skin. So a lot you of know, body when people are when people use those oils, I think the first thing that they think is are you crazy? I can't put an oil on my skin and go out in the sun. So what is the relationship between a natural oil and the protection of the skin? Uh, the difference between natural oil. No, in other words, like it, most people think if they go out with an oil, it's like frying an egg that they're going to burn. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, uh, there's so many people that use mineral oil for like some, you know, for bronzing the skin. Uh huh. And the idea here is that the oil itself kind of reflects the light. And, you know, when you go out, that's important. So you have to, uh, when you go outside and you feel like you're putting too much on, it's finding that right ratio between oil and water. So, um, and if it's really hot outside, the best thing is lighter oils because your body naturally produces its own oils. And so finding that balance of that, um, the balance of the essential oil or essential fatty acids of your skin. In what cases would you use something like almond oil? Uh, almond oil, oil, so it's a carrier oil, um, is great for like a medium weight, uh, medium weight oil. So a massage is amazing with almond oil. Um, typically also for the lips as well. So it's a great uh, emollient, it's very emollient based. Um, my overall favorite these days, and you see in a lot of skincare products is sunflower oil. And yeah, that's so interesting. And you say that's because of the vitamin E in there. Yeah. Is that right? And vitamin E is amazing for the skin. And it's also amazing for the oils themselves because it preserves the oil shelf life longer naturally. And the vitamin E is another vitamin that the skin really, really loves uh, and everywhere around the body, the face included, and especially the lips. Um, it's kind of like that vitamin that creates the D and the C vitamins as like a co-vitamin. Yes. It's amazing for skin. So it, every time in organic formulas you have sunflower oil or vitamin E is that it will just amplify those effects of the natural vitamins and minerals in those organic ingredients. So when thinking about the oils in particular, are you also thinking about different scents? Is rose a common in your formulations? What other scents are beneficial for the skin specifically or just really helpful in an aromatherapy sense? Well, um, you know, the same thing is like the skin always knows the oils that it needs or at least it's gravitate towards that selection oil. And like throughout this whole year, my skin can go from like dry to like, now I'm like oily in, you know, South America or Mexico. 
and then I need something a little bit lighter. And um, the fragrance is the same thing. However, there are irritants to, um, to the skin and things, certain chemicals and fragrances that can really irritate the skin. And only because of the grade at which the oil, essential oils is um, put into the formula. So like essential oils are heavily concentrated and for people with sensitive or compromised skin, it's just, it's too powerful for the skin. So what they've decided and what I found in my research is using hydrosols, like the methylated water. And that's basically the water that's produced from creating essential oils. And so the, the fragrance is, is smaller and versus, you know, because some people, they have a fragrance that, you know, like rose, lavender, um, chamomile, um, you know, different types of chamomile are amazing for the skin. Um, and then there's a lot more fragrances that are out there, but because of the delivery of the formula, such as using essential oils versus hydrosols, the skin could be more irritated. So it's definitely one of those things, skincare industry is like, you can find an amazing fragrance and have a, then have like a negative response to the skin just because of how strong the oils are as essential oil. But if you get it as a hydrosol, which like the really super organic skincare brands use, you can use any, any flower, any fragrance that you want. Wow. So so no the hydrosol is a lighter concentration of the oil. What is it just the way it's, yeah. It's a, it's the hydro, oh no, no. Well, the hydrosols are opposite. They're, they're a lower concentration, mm-hmm. but they preserve more of the, uh, the stem cells of the flower and as well as the phytosterols and um, in a much smaller form. So it's like and less condensed. So it's, it's much smaller in concentration, but it's more available for the skin. Oh, it's, it's incredible. How is a hydrosol created? Uh, the same way as creating essential oil. So when you put all the plant matter into like a distiller mm-hmm. and you have the water and it just steams, all that steam oh. creates pressure between the oil and the, and the water and that creates the oil. So then they'll take the, the leftover water and they'll see the oil on top and they extract the oil. That's the essential oil. But that water, what's left over is the hydrosol. What would be maybe your top three hydrosols that would be beneficial for the skin, the health of the skin? Oh, 1 million percent. I would say anything flower. Flower essences are the best. <laughs> you can never go wrong with flowers. Anything flower related or anything that has flowers is amazing. So rose. Can you give us some, uh, like an example of one that you really like? Like, um, normally, oh. I don't know if that's a flower or... But that's a really, uh, I've seen that in a hydrosol. It's a really like amazing fragrance. Neroli is amazing. I love the fragrance. Uh, my body's never preferred it just because it's so strong. But I know Neroli is amazing base, base fragrance to, you know, to put in lavender, um, more, you know, different types of musks are amazing. And then you have, you know, more fruity flavors. So like, uh, you know, fr- fruity fragrances like apple, cinnamon, um, you know, uh, orange with, um, vanilla. And so you have like these amazing combinations. Um, flowers are, I always love having flowers during the spring and the summer. 
And during the winter, I like putting more of the fruit fragrances. And it's interesting because it feels as though like the most, because flowers have a very protecting um, and high consciousness and like the, the energy realms. And they can really help accelerate our frequency around our field. Um, so I use like flower essences and just spray it all around my field <laughs> throughout the whole day. For the, or for the benefit ultimately of your skin. Yep. And yeah. it's great. And also the time in which it's been produced. So the closer the time of the season, the better the, the you know frequency. No, that's really amazing. And that's what's interesting great. about the yep. Um so flowers are amazing. I mean, you can never go wrong with any type of flower they resonate because I mean I love um I use this this blend called uh Serenity Now from uh, a lady uh her business is called Earth, Wind, and Flowers. And I love her blend because it uses red clover and lavender. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these, so flowers are great for the body, for the lips. Um, I like using more of the fruity flavors, more of the digestive type mm -hmm. fragrances. That's interesting. So apple, as you mentioned, cinnamon, things like that. Yeah, I would never have thought of that. That's very interesting. I want to do, I want to make sure that we touch on sort of the vibrational aspect of what you're doing. And in your, um, in the information we exchange, you did mention Ormus. Is Ormus something that you'll be incorporating into your products? Ormus is definitely something that I would love to incorporate in products. Tell uh, us for the, most people who don't know a little bit, the, you know, sound bite version of the basic of what, you know, Ormus is. So if you can imagine vibration um, and including a frequency to a metal <laughs> can do some really amazing things. And um, so it's like Tibetan bowls are made of metals and it's like the frequency plus the metal really increases the vibration of, of what's produced. So imagine putting that on the body with frequency can get every single cell in the body vibrating at, at the, you know, vibration of gold, uh, as Ormus and Ormus is like a really small, um, I think it's either micron or nano size. It's so yeah. small it can go inside a cell. So like the size of the, of your skin cell, Ormus can get right into there and help vibrate the body with that as a tool of whatever frequency you would like to vibrate with. That's really and cool. So, <laughs> That's really cool. It's better, you know, it's great because this is the, you know, with gold, you have the ability to have uh, mastery over your cells, you know, on a cellular level. And that's something that wasn't available, you know, several decades ago where we didn't have Ormus. Um, and if you imagine putting Ormus with the frequencies of, of nature, um, frequencies of flowers, frequency of, you know, even the goddess frequencies, the frequencies of earth. And, you know, the frequencies of love, for example, can happen at every single cell of the body. And so that healing with Ormus specifically can help really amplify the results that you would like to get through frequency work. Um, it's also uh, highly charged, so it increases the voltage of the cell. And um, that with, within itself uh, is really powerful. 
because the more energy you have in your cells, the better and faster they can grow. I love it. Like, so uh, you, can, you, can, you could take it, it orally. You, you could take it orally. You could put it in skincare. I mean, putting it in skincare would be amazing because that would, seems like it would be very youth creating. It would really transform yours, the skin of your face and the skin of your body. Yes. And that, that youth is because the, the vibration of the cell and how fast it turns over. So like um, things like, and so every, every single skin industry, they always want to find like, what is the fountain of youth of creating the skin that I'm, you know, we're the part of the body that they're, that they're aiming for. Um, honestly, with Ormus, you can do the whole body. <laughs> so um, the vibration of that is just between um, your cellular turnover, stem cells. So um, creating more cells at a faster rate and increasing the frequency and vibration and nutrient um, ability for the cells to take on these nutrients providing at a quicker rate can really help the cell turnover increase the health of the skin dramatically. Um, and what's amazing is I've, uh, I've done a laser throughout my life and I, I've never gone through the Botox route. <laughs> But the thing about the laser is that it just, you know, you can put frequency or laser. So there's certain lights people use like infrared that increases the, the energy into the like mitochondria of the skin. Mm -hmm. And that creates, creates more and more skin cells. And the more and more faster that you're able to skin and create skin, it'll make skin grow and become incredibly healthy because it knows what it needs to do. And over time with the help of plants and organic skincare, it can do it really well. I love it. You're thinking on a lot of different planes, a lot of different elements. Will you start to put some of the genius frequencies where you use the genius to imprint some frequencies into your products? Oh, already did. <laughs> I have been using it for my skin for the last few months. I mean, the moment I could, I, I, I literally did. Um, and first of all, I started with sprays. So I included in my sprays, included in my water that I drink. Uh, I included in the jewelry that I wear just around my skin. Um, I literally put on my vitamins, all my, any, any vitamins and minerals or supplements I take and just use frequency in there. Uh, skin right now, I've been using it for my lips just kind of because the lips are always like kind of like it's always either dry or or really you know um, amazing and succulent and then some some days it's harder to manage and I found frequency through the lips the most delicate part of the face if I can do this I can do anything that's really fascinating and what did you notice from using the frequencies in this way found that it's it's equivalent of getting the youth back into my cells and my lips it's it's better than botox because with botox it makes it more plump it's artificial but with the stem cells and nutrients environments and the frequency it feels like i'm getting less wrinkles over right. time and a lot more nutrients into my cells what are you infusing are you infusing uh, the stem cell activation are you infusing skin frequencies what are you typically putting in there uh, the sulfagios. Sulfagios, yeah, so smart. <laughs> so putting that because that's all cellular. Um, I put in the all minerals and vitamins that I need. Very good. Um, putting in the frequencies of the skincare ingredients to help balance out anything of those ingredients. Um, I like also putting a little bit of the archangels into there as well, just because the lot 
the lips, we eat food, and technically we eat the chapstick as well. <laughs> so putting some digestive things in there to digest the frequencies and also tooth meridians, because you know this is mostly in the mouth area. Um, and uh, the stem cells as well. So vitamin C stem cells. Uh, and oh gosh, anything that increases the cell health. <laughs> That's awesome. So you put to use some tooth ingredients as well. That's really fascinating. The health of the, the teeth and the health of the whole face and the skin kind of go all together. Uh, and, you know, I look at not just like the lips themselves. So where does that rest of it go? So like my digestion, my tooth, mouth, um, and then also the cellular health, suffugios. And there's also some specific frequencies I put through the lips um, as well. And I, and I love two stones that I'm going to introduce uh, two different types of chapstick formulas for my uh, website. One is going to be a morning formula. And then one's going to be a night formula. And the morning formula, I'm using um, jade. So kind of like waking up jade every morning. And I have this you know, lemon-type jade and fuse the frequencies into the jade. So they'll always be in the chapstick. Um, wow, that's amazing. And, and what are the properties of jade that you're, why are you putting it in there for a morning application? Uh, so... What I love about jade is that um, it has the ability to help calm the nerves as well as uh, help calm my digestive system. So sometimes I wake up and I, I don't feel that calm. So waking up with mental clarity and having, um, you know, that ability to wake up on a, on a good note uh, every morning is amazing. It's, you know, color with kind of the sun. Um, so it helps calm the nervous system the mind and, you know, put right meditation uh, with my lips, <laughs> but it goes in my digestive system as well, you know, so, um, right. and I love the, the frequency and also the color of the jade, it just reminds me of like the sun. So when I wake up and also my solar plexus, you know, where my energy is going to go right in the morning. Well, well, now, why do you, what's the properties of the one that you use in the evening? Ah, so the evening actually decided this. Um, it's funny because I use my intuition a lot. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, why would I pick that? But like, you know, I, I love spirits. So sometimes spirit guides me to this. Um, I have, uh, for the night, I use um, pearls. So I put frequency of, I uh, use frequency of jade in the morning and the frequency of pearls at night that's amazing and what's interesting about the pearls it's like um oh my god pearls have so many problems and they say that you know your memory is part of pearls so uh, pearls contain a lot of memory and the way it kind of helps us hold that memory just like the teeth so it's like um, having the, having the pearls in the, at night, um, I just pull up some quick notes on the pearls. It, it, you know, it creates that, that memory, um, it holds memory. It also helps us, uh, remember before we go to bed. And the yeah, I know there's some controversy, I know there's some controversy about pearl powder for different reasons, but it's very classic to be used in Chinese medicine 
And I think they do use it for tooth health and so forth in Chinese medicine. Is that right? Ah, uh, yes. It, it's uh, pearls help um, a lot because it has very similar qualities and properties to teeth to the yes. bone. Yeah. And so it's very close to the bone, and you know, in properties as well as as um, as the ability to hold what the bone does for our body, but through pearls. Um, in, in a way, it also helps us um, with our own inner prosperity, understanding like through our memories and through our wisdom, uh, you know, pearls are always like equivalent uh, to like wisdom bearers. And so it's like, you know, the pearls around your neck to kind of hold on your spirit through the pearls, um, some, some Buddhist monks, they would, you know, on their day before they die, they have pearls in their hand, you know, facing a certain position because his pearls is like the pearls of wisdom that they had over their life. Wow. It makes so, so much sense. Pearls of wisdom. Now we know where we get that from. You know, even though there might be, you know, some controversy of pearls and, and the properties of skin, uh, because putting the bones on skin is kind of, it's like, putting calcium where where the skin can't absorb it but it's it's the frequency it's like the it's the, the vibration of the pearl yep and and so even so in this case i, I don't use pearl into the um, formula only as the vibration and it helps hold memory before you go to bed very cool wow do you notice either a deeper sleep or changes in your dreams from using the pearl in the evening uh, well, I'm still experimenting with pearls. <laughs> I know some people, they wake up and they're like, it is pearl day. Um, you know, you just spend the whole day with the pearls. Um, and a lot of these young men are having these pearls as well. So I'm seeing it in menswear that ring necklaces around with pearls. And that's really, that's fascinating. What's fascinating really is that you've chosen the chapstick as a vehicle and part of it you've mentioned is like there's um, energy chakras, there's sort of an a, ability to get into the system at the level of the, the lips. But also, I think people will carry that with them. They'll, they'll end up using it more often. So they'll probably have more of an application of that energy or frequency. Is that what you're thinking? Oh, uh, well, one million percent, you know, and how many times we apply yeah every day is is enormous so it's 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 like applying doses of frequency non-stop that's really interesting i mean i think a lot of our genius watching community could really take a lesson from that and start infusing uh whether it be maybe the ones that you produce or any type of natural one uh so people can just keep what they do is they keep in training the frequency they keep upping the frequency every time they use the lip application so that's a that's a great talk about pearls that's a great like sort of a clinical pearl of biofeedback i one million percent and you know you think about how often you know how many cells the the body has like 90 trillion and you know how often do we uh feed ourselves you know where we feed ourselves uh what we put into ourselves and multiply that by 90 trillion everything that i formulate with organic skincare is thoughtfully you know uh, researched. I look at not just the ingredients and the history of ingredients and how that ingredients are produced, but also the metaphysical of the ingredients and also, and also a lot of scientific research. And so blending those two with frequency, it's like, um, 
there's really no competition. Uh, you're way, you're so out, you're so far out ahead of everybody right now. And I use CO2 extracts as well. So like the, CO2 extracts? Are the greenest way to produce skincare ingredients. So it doesn't use bleaches. It doesn't use any BASF chemicals, any chemicals. It just uses supercritical carbon, di um, carbon dioxide, so CO2. And, and then it dissolves into the air. So it, it's cold pressed. In some cases, it's lightly heated depending on the oil type. And it produces the most amount of the ingredient possible out of the plant, including all the phy phytosterols, all the plant stem cells, all the plant nutrients and vitamins, as well as the essence of the plant in a super critical state uh, for oils. And also for essential oils as well. So the plant really goes through that, could go through that process. The fragrances, I, I'm kind of trying to do at some point maybe collaboration with someone who's specialist in, in you know, flower realm. Yeah. With my, you know, more of a, a conscious creation of the ingredient. Skincare industries, best that they have found is this CO2 processing, but it is. Uh, incredibly nourishing for the skin. It's also the most expensive. <laughs> so, All right, that's very, uh, very cool. Well, a couple of um, finalizing questions I want to get to. A brief question here from in our chat. Jen says, um, can the monatomic gold affect our DNA? Can it change or I think heal the sequence of the, the DNA? Uh, yes, because it goes to such a small level at the cell. Naturally, it can change the DNA. Uh, and the vibration alone, frequency does change DNA. So even, even as I talk, the DNA is changed. So even, even through speech, it changes. Um, the monatomic goal just helps accelerate it. That's really cool. That's a, that's a great answer. Okay, now, your website is diamondenergyhealing.com, but I didn't see your line on the website. Is it still in production or is it out yet? Oh, it's going to come out in probably next week or two. And okay. uh, I'm putting it as part of, of uh, part of the website as well as going to be part of my beauty packages. So on my website, I'm going to offer a beauty, beauty energy healing. So getting the beauty through energy healing, quantum healing. Uh, so it's a lot of frequency work of the skin as well as a lot of uh, certain organs in the body that helps promote the, the balance of skin. And from what I found from the last years that there's a lot of not only chemicals that are impacting the skin, but also our feeling and emotions towards ourselves is also impacting our skin. So getting to beauty would be, I would say the first line of defense of what's happening around the world these days. Well, um, I, love, I love what you're saying. I mean, that connection between emotions, trauma, the, and the health of the skin, that, that's a big aha moment. Uh, very, that not a lot of people talk about. And, you know, to that aspect, I'd say for marketing uh, your skincare line, uh, Carolee in the chat has a great idea because she actually says, um, this has been amazing, Jared. And she says, do you have a book? Well, a book about your take on skincare and emotions and trauma and all of this about the skin would be amazing. An amazing way for you to market your products. 
I need, I, I love the idea. I should produce like an ebook. An ebook. Yeah. Just a simple ebook with just a few, maybe a 15 pages to start off with just about sort of your, um, just your treatise about this whole thing is so fascinating and it sort of leads into why the why of why your products are the way they are. Yes. And I love, I love the story of, you know, of, of skin. It's, you know, impacted me my, my whole life. And I found ways to not have, you know, see energies of her control that into our under skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the best way I found is through organic skincare and my energy work. And so I'd love to pr- produce like a survivalist guide of skincare. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people amazing. would love that. Um, there's one of my, one of the people I, I love, um, Polly Begon, she wrote these books of never go to the cosmetic counter without me type Bibles. Um, I like researched her for years. I love her products. Wait, say, say it again. What it, what the book is? Oh, um, never. It's her book is never go to skincare, um, uh, cosmetic counter without me book. And I read her book <laughs> when I was like in high school and here is like decades later, um, she uses one of the person she's called the cosmetic cop. So mm. she's all these cosmetics. But the irony is that she never quite produced organic skincare, but she, the, the process which she looks at is just incredible. That's um, really cool. So there's so many things that I found to help with skin that are super technical through her research. Um, but the philosophy of the skin is just amazing. And that's what I love. Well, Jared, it's been such a fascinating talk and I'm so excited about the launch of your products. When you have them launched, you'll have to come back so we can have a different conversation about them specifically, maybe even try them on the show yes. and so forth. Oh my God. I've been using these for like months and my, I literally do not even think I have to have Botox. <laughs> Ever. It's, it's so natural, nourishing and the Mega is just really blown out of the park. There's, there's nothing out there that I think is even equivalent to, to the formula. Even I can't wait. I can't wait to see. And I know a lot of people are watching today will want to go to diamondenergyhealing.com and learn more about them. So we'll keep in touch with you. So when they do launch, we can let people know about it. Jared, I'm so glad you're part of our genius biofeedback community and you're using the frequencies to even enhance even more what you're doing. So any final thoughts for people? Ah, well, you know, um, you know, just putting the passion in what you do and what you love and staying true to, um, to your growth and your journey is so amazing. And knowing that you're loved and every step of the way, even if it is simple as the lips. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jared. And thanks to everybody who's been watching the frequency of five, two, eight podcast with us on the live stream and on YouTube. We'll be back next week with another episode, Jared, Thank you again. And thanks to everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Here you go.